Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbomb. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Right. I, I heard earlier today that uh, there was sort of a little bit of a discussion with uh, the morning show with Shea and Chelsea and Ryan Jesperson on the on the value of the. I mean, any band that's cool enough to write a song, New Kid in Town, about Gene Carr. You got to like that band. You're saying what? Yeah. New Kid in Town was written about. Gene Carr, who played for the Flin Flon Bombers back in the days, late 1960s. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stauffer with you, along with the young gun himself. I don't know if he lives in the fast lane. Huh, it depends on what day of the week it is, Bob. You look like you're playing Hurts, by the way. What's going on? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's funny how things... So, you know how I had all this dental work done over the course of the mm-hmm. last three weeks? And we timed them at 2.45 with 
Bob Ridley, whose uh, father was uh, has been the play-by-play voice of the Medicine Hat Tigers for like 50 years and was the bus driver for 48, a multitasker, which I can appreciate. So I, I finish up the Smile Zone on Thursday, and he gives me a puck, okay? And so I'm going to take the... Because he's got these pucks that he gives to all of his, uh, his patients. And so I went to the Golden Bears hockey game on Friday night. They played UBC. I wanted to go see Noah Felt play and Braden Chisholm, two guys that probably will be able to play at the next level given some time. they got to get some time in the gym and work on explosiveness and quickness. And the Bears dressed all their rookies. they got a ton of young players. And I went to the game. Uh, actually watched the end of the Golden Bears football game online while I was watching the hockey game at the same time. Uh, and went down to Pub 1905 to go see my man Dan Baker. Had a conversation about real estate with Bakes and uh, Louie and the gang down there. And uh, got home, Brendan, in and around mm, 11.35, 11.40. At which point, uh, had another animated conversation with my wife about a couple things. And so I started horsing around with my son, Hudson, who's 13. And uh, little do I realize, um, he's he's got a Randy Johnson fastball. He's a lefty. And, uh, you know... Didn't see it coming and didn't realize what he grabbed, and he got me right on the bridge of the nose from about four feet away. And I was, like, in shock, right? I was like, what the heck heck just hit me? And uh, I was totally, uh, to be honest with you, I was laughing about it about five minutes later. The problem was it wouldn't stop leaking. So got a little bit of a cut a la Alexandro Ovechkin right on the you've noticed it it's uh, it's a fairly deep one the pro, so I went to the uh, U of A emerge at 12:30 uh, on a Friday night which was probably one of the worst decisions you think a guy who worked at the university for as long as I did would know not to go to an emergency uh, at 12:30 on a Friday night and there had to have been 40 people uh, not one student did not see one student so I, I mean I don't know what's going on with students these days but obviously they don't have as much fun as they used to so hung around there for 130 and then we made our way down to uh red deer saturday for the Oilers rookie game against the uh, calgary flames rookies because we also had an event uh host an event with ken holland and dave tippett and tom and selmy jack michaels and myself so yes it uh it has scarred a little i didn't actually get any um stitches brendan because the the wait at the hospital was going to be about four to five hours so I had uh, one of the Oilers guys uh, look at it, and he said, well, the good news for you is you can't possibly get any uglier. And uh, away we go. So while you were enjoying, you know, Eskimo players fighting in the middle of the huddle on Saturday night, you know, I was doing a webcast, getting criticized by the Calgary Flames fans for being, I don't know, what was I, too neutral in my call? I mean, I was like, you know, trying to explain what happened with a incident involving a Calgary uh, prospect and uh, Bo Storette of the uh, Oilers, and... Uh, Man, people have a lot of opinions. It's a wonderful thing. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Um, coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now, Connor McDavid spoke Saturday as Jack and myself were down in Red Deer after doing an on-ice session. He was on the ice again today, uh, sort of a closed event uh, for... Uh, the players who are participating in a, a charitable event a little uh, bit later today. Uh, and so watched him. He was flying, but we're going to hear some comments from Connor McDavid. We'll hear from Jay Woodcroft, who coaches the Oilers' rookie team. They lost one nothing in overtime to Calgary Saturday. I'll have some more thoughts on that. Uh, we'll uh, 
John Shannon is back for another year. NHL insider John Shannon, he's got connections at the top level to the Gary Bettmans of the world. He's going to continue on our show. 105 today, we're going to talk about where the Edmonton Oilers are at and two of the storylines that I'm going to be watching this year. Who's going to play right side defense with Oscar Clefbaum because Darnell Nurse is apparently is going to be starting the year with Adam Larson, and it looks like Chris Russell is going to be playing left side with Matt Benning. So who gets that spot on the right side uh, with Oscar Clefbaum, and who plays left wing with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and James Neal? Because to me, I think Neal's going to up on right wing, and I think that uh, Zach Cassian is going to get the first opportunity to be with Leon Dreisettle and Connor McDavid. So a couple themes to talk about with you on today's edition of Oilers Now. We'll also get an update uh, on the Edmonton Oil Kings, who had a pair of victories over the weekend in preseason play there, general manager Kurt Hill. I think he's got like six or eight guys. I know, well, two of them are with the Oilers. One of them's with the Flames, uh, prospects that are currently at rookie camps. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. It's brought to you by Who's Live Anyways. September 28th, the River Creek Resort Casino tickets to Ticketmaster, or check that at rivercreekresort.com. You can text us at 630-630. Heartland Ford, it's out in Fort Saskatchewan. The great Gretzky's there. That's Mike Goretzky, along with Griff Jarvis, Kelly O'Connell, and the gang at Hartford, uh, Heartland Ford, and Heartland RV. They will take care of you. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stauffer and Brendan at Brendan Escott. By the way, Brendan, uh, fantasy football started yesterday. It sure did. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to know who I left on my bench? Oh, uh, boy. Uh, I started, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. I started Sonny Michelle over Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry played at my favorite program, which is Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um... I, well, I mean, I got to start Juju Schuster each week. That's a, that's a given. You got to play him each week. He's that good. But uh, uh, and then I'm going with Deshaun Watson tonight. Good call. But good call, my Texans. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm probably going to lose my opening. Oh, I know what happened. I started Vance McDonald instead of Delaney Walker at tight end. Lesson learned. It well, was overreaction. Yeah, yeah, overreaction now, Sundays. So. Yeah, well, no kidding. And you know what? My my pool's been uh, my f- uh, football fantasy pool, and nobody really cares about football. Fan- Twenty years. It's been same oh, wow. sports scene since 1990. Twenty-three years since 1995. I've been in this pool. With these you, guys. Were, you were doing it on paper back in the day, then. Hey? Oh yeah. No, we yeah we did. Uh, I'm, I'm in one. I'm in a hockey pool for 30 years, and I MC that pool as well. Uh, so I've been in that pool for 30 years now. Uh, and then I've uh, been in a fantasy football. The, the, the hockey pool I'm in, I'm telling you right now, there's four or five guys that could have easily worked in hockey management. Two of them were approached to work in hockey management as capologists for NHL franchises. These guys are smart guys. So they uh, they know there's there's like six lawyers in one pool, and and two of them, one a, a, a friend of theirs ended up becoming a WHL general manager. He worked for Cam Hope, and he's current or Cam worked for Glenn Sather. He's currently the GM of the Victoria uh, Royals. But Cam was, grew up with all these guys, so so you're playing at a high stakes thing. You got a couple of Roos Chris Jeff cards on the line. Uh, well, no, no, it's better than that because oh. I am see it because I am see it. Of course, I can't win the pool. Right, but I also have a team every year, and to be honest, I was in one back in the '90s that was actually much more high stakes, and we won four years in a row. Six categories for forwards, three for defense, one for goalies. So we've been doing this stuff a long time. I mean, put it this way: our hockey. Have you ever heard of the Alberta Report? I don't think the, so. The Alberta Report was a right of center. 
uh, political news magazine that was put out by the Byfield family back in the 1970s and 80s. They did they did a story on our hockey pool in like 1987, 88. Okay, that's how long this pool's been around for. So there you have it. Uh, anybody screw you yesterday? You didn't have to play Lamar Jackson, did you? How many guys out there probably didn't start Lamar Jackson? Well, this is my thing. So I did start Lamar, and come that was on, great. Come on, But I left Marquise Brown on my bench, so there was, you know, 40-some-odd yeah. fantasy oh, points uh, sitting there. But. Yeah. I didn't start Henry, and I didn't start uh, Delaney Walker. Same team, too, right? And mm-hmm. started... Uh, so there you have it. All right, that's enough self-indulgence on that front. You can text us at 630-630. I'll circle back to something, because I want to hit on something that John Short said as well over the course of the weekend. To the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Connor McDavid. Uh, I saw Jack and myself were down there uh, today. Uh, not a heavy media contingent for... It's it's called a captain skate or whatever you want to call it. McDavid was flying, flying. Must have had three breakaways in a span of about 10 minutes. Uh, Connor McDavid had this to say Saturday. This is courtesy, I think we grabbed his stuff, uh, on how the recovery differed from the collarbone injury before. Yeah, I mean, I think you take it a little bit slower. Um, you know, obviously the collarbone's a bone, and um, you know, I wasn't afraid to push that. But um, you know, ligaments and that type of stuff I've never dealt with before, so um, you know, I didn't uh, didn't want to push it too hard. But you know, you have to push it hard enough to you know make sure that uh, it's, it's healing and all that. So um, you know, I was lucky to work with some great doctors and with the Oilers medical team, and um, you know, went smooth went smooth. Uh, McDavid added some additional comments on whether he'll be ready for opening night. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's kind of out of my hands. I, I, um, you know, with the, the doctors and whatnot, they'll, they'll figure all that out and, and uh, you know, we'll listen to them. And uh, not surprising, uh, willing to maybe shed a little bit more insight on uh, some of his new teammates. You know, some new faces. It's it's refreshing. Um, it's exciting. Um, there's some good players out there. Um, you know, Nygaard obviously skates real well. Um, coming over from a tough Swedish Swedish league and put up some pretty good offensive numbers. Uh, Pearson obviously looks uh, pretty skilled, so um, you know, he, he looks good. Um, excited to get around the bigger group, though. There you go. That's Connor McDavid. The bigger group uh, group has physicals, all medicals and physicals on Thursday, and then we get after it Friday with the start of training camp for the main group. The rookies, meanwhile, uh, have skated uh, skated again this morning. They skated yesterday over at Rogers Place as well. Tomorrow they'll be in Calgary. We'll have that game. Uh, Reed will be on from six to seven. Jack Michaels and myself with the play-by-play in color from seven through ten. We did a webcast on uh, Saturday night because you guys had the Eskimo game. Tough one for the Eskimos. They had a good start. Did they mm-hmm. not score in their first possession? Yeah, and, they sure did. And then I was, we were driving, actually listening to uh, Morley and Dave uh, driving from the hotel because we got a hotel for the afternoon, uh, and then uh, to the arena right when they got the stop on the first possession for the Stamps, and then they got 25 yards and penalties in one sequence. Kind of a reoccurring theme, hasn't it? Been? I was just going to say, story of the season. Same yeah. couple of guys, too. Okay. Uh, as for the Oda rookies, uh, I'll be frank with you. Not a lot of guys stood out. I mean, Evan Bouchard was really good. Ryan McLeod, who we're going to hear from later on today's show, was flying. Uh, probably should have shot the puck a couple times more, you know, dished off four or five times. Bouchard, I thought, was really good. 
Uh, Cooper Marodi got belted late in the second period, but was a, did not impact the game the way you would think he'd impact the game. Benson had a good start, but was tied to the center in terms of the cycles, and uh, his game sort of dissipated as uh, the evening went on. Uh, and then there were some other fellows that didn't impact things at all. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat the performance. Like Bouchard was good. Samarukov had some up and down moments. Logan Day was I thought okay. Uh, they've got some, you know, invites in from camp that I th- uh, think would have wanted a little bit more impact as well. But here's Jay Woodcroft, the Bakersfield Condors head coach, on the Oilers' performance in the rookie game. For us as a team, I thought there were parts of the first period that we we very much liked. Uh, some areas that we needed to clean up. We didn't love our second period. Felt we turned the puck over, and that led to some of their transition chances going the other way. Uh, I thought we managed the puck a lot better in the third period, and when uh, we did that. It gave our forecheck a chance to, to go to work, and we spent a lot more time in the other team's end. But uh, there's, uh, if you look at the game as a whole, there's um, lots of things that um, we can use as coaches to um, get better at. Um, but there's a lot of good stuff as well. And, and as you said, uh, the individual performances of some players, and, and specifically our goaltenders, uh, is certainly a highlight. All right, uh, the goaltenders were good. Uh, both Wells and uh, Stuart Skinner had a strong performance. The Flames got the winner in overtime. Dylan Dubé. Dubé is fan. Dylan Dubé is going to step right. He is a stone-cold mortal lock to play in the Calgary Flames top nine this year. He's a good player. Flames fans should be really excited. We've been talking about this guy for two years now. Uh, like, Benson has a chance to make the others. Dubé is going to make uh, the Calgary Flames Dylan Wells had these comments evaluating the team performance against Calgary in the one nothing loss. Yeah, I think we really put a lot of pressure on in the first, and I, mean, I think that was just kind of their response to our pressure. They got a couple power plays there, and I mean, they have some good players that, that were out on that power play, uh, like Dubé, Phillips, all those guys can move the puck and, and shoot the puck well, so um, yeah, I thought our penalty kill did a really good job, obviously, to keep it at 0-0 all game and, and kill off a bunch of penalties. Uh, it's credit to our guys, so it was good. Everybody, everybody gets their first First game under their belt, and we'll be back at it Tuesday. Uh, there you have it. So we webcast that game, Brendan. Uh, there was an incident in the game where Bo Sturette was, if you're an Oilers fan, you'd say he got suckered. If you're a Flames fan, you'd say he arrived late to the fight and got popped. Uh, you know, there was a, an Oilers webcast. We tried to provide as much information as we could about Calgary as we could. Uh, after the game, I saw a tweet uh, courtesy of Colin Ruddle, uh, who's an uh, Edmonton guy who years ago used to work on the John Short Show. And uh, he just quoted John saying that uh, Bob Stoffer has the uh, best gig. He has by far the toughest gig, and he does it very well. It's, uh, it's Colin quoting John Short. They were driving back together. As you know, uh, if you're a listener to Oilers now, I've talked about the impact that guys like Rod Phillips and Brian Hall, John Short, and Wes Montgomery, they would have on any broadcaster, face it, any sports fan that is, you know, sort of maybe 60s born, um, 60s or 70s born, they would certainly remember those guys. And so I am very appreciative of the comments that John said. I reiterated this. I'm going to say it 100 times over. Uh, it's a privilege to be a broadcaster in the National Hockey League. Uh, hosting the show is a kicker. Uh, we have competitive numbers. We know that. We're trying to constantly work to get better and provide better on-air uh product uh in part and parcel you're tied to the team success at times as well and it hasn't been there for the edmonton oilers obviously the team's missed the playoffs 12 of the last 13 years 
there's been some moves made that, frankly, at times, you know, have been stunning. Uh, if I had been privileged enough to have been on the other side of the floor in the organization, uh, I would suggest just like many of you listening to the show, that I probably wouldn't have made the same type of moves, maybe a coach firing once, maybe a trading an all-star caliber winger another time. Uh, certainly those are, you know, points that are reinforced. And as for criticism that gets directed our way as uh, broadcasters of the team, it comes with the territory. It's really kind of that simple. And uh, some people, some other media guys have said to me, they go, why do you read negative texts? And I'm like, well, because we get some once in a while. Like, you know, that's, and they're not all, we're not spot picking and just reading the ones that say, hey, we love the show. Um, but there, there are days, I'll tell you this, when, you're, when your team is resigned itself that it's going to miss the playoffs and you're on a, coming back from a road trip and you played back-to-back nights um, and you know that the, you're flying home that night after that second game, after maybe a five-game road trip where you've won one game and you've just lost two straight and you're out of it and you know the venom's coming the next day when you go into the studio... I'm always reminded of one thing. There's guys out there that work in the oil patch and work real jobs, and uh, they're contingent at times upon things that are completely out of their control, and they'd love to switch places tomorrow with me. And it's never uh, lost uh, sight of uh, that end of it. So, yeah. So, it's you know what? It's fun. Even when it's tough, it's fun. So, you got through it. We're going to have a, an interesting year with the Edmonton Oilers. I, I do think... It's one thing that can be stated. I mean, last year, the team was counting on Ty Ratty, Kyler Yamamoto, and yes, Apoliarvi to start the year on the right side. The Oilers have more depth, more experience in their bottom six. We'll see if they have a different type of defense. We're going to have a competitive battle, hopefully, in goal. I'm not going to guarantee that they make the playoffs, but I'm cautiously optimistic. The one thing we are seeing is I think that Ken Holland is putting structure and process Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Just into the organization. 1226 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout when we get back. NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 1228 in Edmonton. All right, let's get to it. NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time 
every time elite promotional marketing. Here's Brendan Escott. Another restricted free agent domino has fallen. The Columbus Blue Jackets signing D-man Zach Wierenski to a three-year, $15 million deal. That pays him $4 million per season for the first two years and then $7 million in the third. He was their first-rounder back in 2015. Uh, Eric Comrie re-signed with the Jets for two more years with an AAV of $700,000 if he plays in the NHL. Darren Dreger reports that unless something changes in Mitch Marner's current contract negotiations. He believes Marner will fly to Zurich a little later this month to start training with the Lions. Alex Ovechkin had an injury scare at an informal skate this morning, falling awkwardly on his left leg, needing help off the ice. He did eventually return there. The Capitals also announcing over the weekend that uh, Brooks Orpik has taken over a front office role to help develop their defense prospects. He will work primarily with the AHL's Hershey Bears and the Edmonton Oil Kings. You mentioned it earlier, Bob. They beat the Calgary Hitmen 3-1 on Friday, 6-2 on Saturday in preseason action. They've got a couple games in Dawson's Creek against uh, Prince George later this week, and that'll finish out exhibition action, regular season beginning on the 21st in Red Deer. And are you seeing this stuff about Pavel Zaka, restricted free agent yeah. in New Jersey? He's signing uh, a two-year deal in the KHL, it looks like. That's interesting. New Jersey spent a lot of money in the offseason, didn't keep one of their own homegrown products healthy. Uh, happy. Well, different. Maybe maybe it's somewhat. Who, we don't know the full story. Is there a little bit of Paul Yarby-esque uh, scenario going on there? Who knows? All right, off to a global news weather traffic update. She's back of the big chair, and she's happy. BYU knocking off Tennessee on the weekend. Eileen Bell up next. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.